Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. Annie Carnathan, welcome back to the Grit and Gravitas podcast studio. Best part of the day. <laughs> Best part of the week. I know. I think we people are going to think like this is part of the real, but it really is authentic. <laughs> yes. And we say it every, uh, well, bi-weekly we, we record. Here's the thing people know for sure is we're not paid actors. <laughs> <laughs> we're not actors at all, right? I mean, we pay Frankly, in comparison, right? So. We're trying, when we talked about personal brand, we, we like to appear as if we know what we're doing. <laughs> so that's part of the personal brand. You know what we're winging it and what, you know. And authentic. Yes. Authentic. Well, we are that. A, a plus uh, for that. And amen. So today's episode, and we've got a lot of... Uh, um, uh, future episodes swirling in our heads, and we've talked about right before we started recording today. We're going to spend a little time talking about executive positioning. It's a service on the Dieter Gallagher Group uh, website, and it, it's a service that we provide, but it's a very uh, interesting um, service and theory and practice. I want you to go deeper into it because you say that, and I have no idea what that means. What that means. And so part of the mad skills of the Dieter Gallagher group that we've experienced firsthand and that I've seen as a professional from a distance um, are world-class, like A+. So I do want to understand that, A, because I don't know anything about it, and B, I'm going to learn something. And it isn't, so two of our prior episodes were Building Social Capital, that was the Mechanicsburg Chamber, which was so fun, our first live and, and off off-site, out-of-studio experience. It was fun. Uh, and uh, building your personal brand, which was also a, a prior episode. So this is really, uh, we we have a theme, we're coming on a theme and building on that. Executive positioning, ordinarily, uh, that is a, a service that the C-suite would focus on, you know, executives. But anybody, middle management, actually anybody coming out of college should be paying attention to their own positioning in the business world. So that would be, where do you want to be seen? Who do you want to be seen with? What do you want to be saying? And where do you want to serve? It's really an extension, just so I understand. And if, if I can, anyone can. So make it simple. You are the company you keep. Yes. Is yes. that? Yes. Okay. That's exactly. And uh, so you have to bring strategy to that. And when you don't, or no forethought on that, you end up regretting a picture you might have appeared in or a panel you might have sat on and you didn't know 
that that conversation was going to take a left turn like it did. And then that's recorded and sits on social media. If you end up saying yes to every person who says, hey, can I grab a selfie with you? I would caution you, especially if you're an executive, to um, have a process to filter that. Have a person with you uh, to filter that and say, um, let, let me think about that. Let me get back to you on capturing that photo because that may not be an individual or a cause or a situation you want to be linked to. And we often quickly say yes to those things and we should take a step back and think about them. So when I say we're opening back up now since COVID and conferences were, are starting up and um, uh, panels and presentations and events. And so part of executives, uh, part of their strategy is where do I want to speak? It, it, are you seeking a keynote position? That's a position of leadership. And that's a, a great PR angle for an executive or a rising aspiring executive. So you put some thought into that. Where, uh, where can I bring my expertise? Is it a uh, nonprofit association? Is it a industry association or organization? Is it among peers? Is it with a media organization, say a Central Penn Business Journal or the Wall Street Journal does uh, forums, so executive forums, and they could be topical. Maybe it's on media. Maybe it's on energy. Those are positions that uh, are leadership and send a clear signal to your peers or to, to your company or to your competitors that you have gravitas. You are a person of insights and knowledge, and it rises, you know, it elevates your executive status. And when you're networking, which is one of those sort of arcane terms that, that to me, you know, and I said this at, you know, at, at any opportunity, someone is, um, is, a, a, a potential good, good connection and not necessarily to, you know, within the worst case, not use them later, but <laughs> to sort of influence in, in a way that is in your heart. And when there's an opportunity for a larger amount of people, they're still all people. It just increases the opportunity right, right. all at once. And so the blessing and the curse, because that crowd, you have no idea who's in it. You have no idea why they're there. You have no idea whatsoever um, what the motivation is, if they right. even want to be there. But I would submit to you, how is that different really than anyone you meet, you know, randomly or otherwise? Right. And so what is, was always intriguing to me, you know, especially as a commission salesperson was I, I, I am the brand. I, but I am also the product, right? They're going to see right. the product the way I am trying to, um, help them see it or persuade them to see it. And it's, 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 it was always a presidential right. thing to right. me. Like I cared how I presented myself. And of course my mom's a huge influence on that, you know, in terms of, of, of how I looked right, and the way I held myself. And, and that's and your personal brand. Exactly. And so, and I do think that it, at the point to which we don't know in college or coming out of college for young women. Right. There's never, ever, ever, you know, uh, a second chance to make a first impression. Yeah. 
It's why cliches stay around. Right. There's, if we want to crystallize that. And so now you're talking about an executive position. And my point to that is I, I was still in college at, at ship, ship hip hooray when I started to sell <laughs> radio and it was still, um, I defined that I wanted to look presidential and like an executive, the professionalism mattered to me. And so, you know, the other day I'm at a lunch meeting and two men walk in in suits and I was like, excuse me, I said, so uh, I just had a cur- sheer curiosity. Who in the world is still putting a suit on? You know, what, <laughs> did what you are, say that? I did. Oh, <laughs> I said, I'm just, you know, I just, I love, I absolutely love and appreciate as an executive and as a professional the way you look. Yeah. What, what, what are you doing? Well, we're from Baltimore and you. we're in commercial real estate and we never didn't come in and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just really appreciate that. So the point to everything is, is, is if, 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 if dressing's going to dress down and this is the way it's going to be and nobody's ever going to put on a tie and everything, well, we have a tremendous amount of partners that have ties on, right? So my guys like have ties around their like doorknobs and stuff when they were in the office and I go, I got, you got to tie up, right? You got to tie up. And so that's a really long-winded say way to say you're going, you have an impression, right? And you have a brand. And and I always thought of myself as executive, right? And how how is that first impression and how are you presenting that? And, well, yeah. and I would say uh, it mirrors maybe a little easier way to understand is the <clears throat> dress for success. I'm dating myself by even referring to that. Dress it still for the sounds job. really good. It rhymes, <laughs> alliteration. It's dress good. for the job you want, not the job you have. So you're immediately top of mind. It uh, is the same thing for executive positioning. Position for the job you want. So start traveling in those circles, surrounding yourself, increasing your circle of influence with the people and the positions that you hope to aspire to. So that would mean if you want leadership, start joining organizations full of leaders. I would say encourage you to seek a board seat. It's easy to start. I don't want to say it's easy. Start with something you're passionate about and apply to serve. Do not wait for someone to knock on your door. So executives, we we uh, once we spend a lot of time with the C-suite, understand what their one-year, five-year goals are, uh, we map out a strategy of where are their board positions they need to sit on either because the people they would be serving with are good for them to know a a stronger circle of influence, a cause or organization they're passionate about. Certainly are there events they need to lead? And if they don't find one, can we help create one for them? Maybe there's a round table that they, they are so smart. We can position them as the keynote speaker and, Oh, if there isn't an organization that suits them, we will create one. We will create the event and put it together, partner with a, another, you know, a, a media firm like a Central Penn Business Journal, something similar to that, find a sponsor and put the event off. So those are ways where you elevate your community standing, your executive leadership, your influence for a better impact for everybody, for a win-win. Yeah, and I listened to this, and it's extraordinary because you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a business plan for an executive, a, 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 it's a personal, personal because that, that's it. So yeah. executive slash personal, yep. because I'm constantly for, um, for universal is it's, it's one year, it's three years, it's five years. And 
we're we're in today, you know, and you know how fast time yes, goes. So yes. that year is just bloop, like gone. Well, three years is three years. And I look back at, at three years ago and it doesn't look anything like it does today. Yeah. yeah. Who's anticipating COVID? Who's, and, and I feel like when I struggled so much mentally when COVID started, just with everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to see it begin to be amplified, you know, as a, as a national narrative, because I myself just struggled mightily. Right. And, um, me, I just voice it like, woof, this is, this is really tough. And when I think about having someone like you who look, you care about me, you, you, um, have a vested interest in how I feel, where I'm headed. And so to have that currency and you do with the Dieter Gallagher group, right. Or you're, you're not working with them. Um, it does. It reminds me of a one, three and five year plan. And when I think about how I struggled, it's just always better to know here's, here's, here's a plan. Right. And it's easier to tweak a plan than to not have one. No, absolutely. You start thinking of it now, even if you aspire to an executive position, say you're 30 years old and you really, in your 10 year plan, you want to lead either your own, uh, company, the organization you're in, you see yourself somewhere else, start to write, this is not rocket science, but start to make a list of the top three places you feel you would add value. Do you want to speak? Do you want to be a keynote somewhere? Uh, Do you want to win an award application that really would elevate you? You know, we've talked about uh, colleagues of ours, uh, people we deeply admire, and they're winning, you know, the top 25 individuals in specific industries. Those are tremendous opportunities, not only to, to show the world how smart you are and, and the value that you bring, but it's good to tell the story. It tells the story of your company. For when, when Annie Carnathan rises, Universal Media rises. We learn more about you. The legacy is stronger and deeper, and that's a good thing. That's not, you know, like, oh, I don't really want to brag or I don't want to lead. We need leaders now more than ever. And accomplishments need to be amplified. Yes. And I, yes. I, my experiences have been with women that we don't necessarily have a comfortability doing that. I, I'm not one of those because I know how hard earned, I know how hard I've fought. Sometimes I don't know when to stop fighting because I've never not fought. And what I really love to, for, for me and what you're saying is I am a, I am an enormous goal, 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 goal right, oriented. Right. There's almost nothing I don't <laughs> have a goal for. And I think that visualization I will it into reality. Yeah. The same things I say over and over and over again, I will into reality. And lots of times to your point, you know, am I brave or am I acting brave? I'm a leader. You know, it's a kid falling, looking up at you. Should I cry? What what just happened? (laughs) Oh, nope. Dust yourself off, pop back up and they don't cry. Oh no. Are you okay? Right. It's just this, this tire, that's going to really annoy a listener. But the bottom <laughs> line is what, what I love about it is I can see how I would tweak that, right, to what is my own now plan, right. comfortability, the ability to just sort of not take something you learn and go, well, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm not going to eat that way. I'm not going to follow this. I'm not going to do that. Well, what would you do then? What could you learn from it and take to strengthen 
your bench, right? And to be able to look out and say, woo, man, like, like you had me at like tweaking and yeah. here's the goal, right? right? Here's the goal with her. And I don't care what you do to me, but this is my lens. You have to have a goal. Yeah. I mean, and I'll say, what does success look like? Cause he can't get to the end and go, well, I thought, blah, blah. no, no, we didn't agree to that. We, right. we, we have to be in concert. We have to collaborate. We each have to have skin in the game. Yeah. The risk has to be a shared risk or we don't have a relationship. We each have to risk. You touch on such an important point and it probably can't be emphasized enough is women's hesitancy to share their triumphs talk about their successes, uh, in the world of PR. If I had a dollar for every time a female said, ah, I don't really want to brag. A private path to success is not a model for the rest of us women. If I don't know how you reach your pinnacle and what you overcame and some of the roadmap you had, how will we ever bring everybody else? How will any of these barriers be broken down? How are you different? No. I mean, how are you differentiating? So it's not a, when, when I know that when people say, I don't, I don't really want to brag, they say that in a, in a positive way. Like they do, I mean, I'm all for humility, but some of these stories have to be told or we won't know the legacy and the next gen, our children and our children's children won't know how do they navigate that? And what we're not going to the... change the narrative. That's no. the bottom line. No. If we don't change it a story at a time, an accomplishment so at a time. So let me say this executive positioning episode may be more strongly encouraged for the women. Like get out there. <clears throat> set your strategy, your goals, very simply. Where do you want to serve? Where do you want to lead? Where can you be a keynote or be a panelist and start making that list and, and seek those around you? We know plenty of women that'll help make that happen. You said in a show, being invisible is not a business, business advantage. advantage. And one of the ironies of this, right? Because nothing is black and white. Nothing is um, unequivocally this way. Right. And so my point to that is when I was named um, president and CEO um, with with a big reception uh, yes. at the Whitaker, Whitaker Center. loved it. Extraordinary. And, you know, essentially someone walks up to me and says, oh, hey, you got, you got what you always wanted. And I, you know, snap around like, okay, well, and honestly, I never in a million years ever had a thought that I would be the president. Is that a compliment? And the Were they complimenting you? I, I think so. Because, it, you know, they did know I was very goal-oriented. Yes, They're like, yes. like, oh, she got this. That was like, check that box, right? That was on the bucket list of accomplishments. And so we talk about unintended consequences. Yes, yeah. And normally when we say that, it's damage. Yeah. And yes, I like to yes. turn things Good on their you. ear. And, Good business vitamin. There and, we go. And when when and and someone said this to me, you know, they they talk they talk and talk and talk, and you realize when you leave they didn't say anything. And so those kinds of buzzwords and phrases, if I just throw those in, unintended consequence, it's it it feels negative because that's the connotation with which we right. always use it. But if I said one of the unintended consequences of grit and gravitas is more time with you and this overjoyed feeling of euphoria, inspiration, motivation. I, I didn't anticipate that, nor did I anticipate doing what I thought was 
was the way to do business at Universal Media, you know, evolving into an executive position, right. um, first outside the family in 35 years as, as president and CEO. Tremendous honor, tremendous privilege, accidental almost, because all I did was put my head right. down and, and, and apply my personal brand to what I thought was the obligation I had to the partners I brought in that were right. here because of me. Right. And this is where the lines blur. I bring myself every day. It doesn't change, right. but, but it isn't, it isn't who I am. It's what I do. But foundationally you're trying to find people that, that to me, that you can go deeper with, mm -hmm. that you have, okay, well, it is work, right? But I get this joyous person that I love, I appreciate, that I just admire more in my life every day. So I work with them. So it's this juxtaposition of how plans change, but not necessarily for the worse. Right. So not reaching a goal I accomplished was, it just wasn't ever a goal. But wow, it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I'm having the best time I've ever had. Amen. And you're doing Hardest extraordinary. And the most difficult, right? So, so. But you had to say yes. You raised your hand and said yes. I'll assume that executive position. I was amazed. I have to tell you, I was amazed. And every day I pinch myself because it, it is the most difficult thing I've done by far. But you're willing to tell your story, which which is a roadmap for other women, especially, uh, women in STEM. We've talked about that, you know, for the past couple months that running a digital media agency that's, that is foundational to analytics. And that's how your decisions are made <clears throat> is part of the STEM, uh, studies and services. So having a female leading a powerhouse national firm like universal, is such a great role model to other women. I mean, it's such a great uh, example. And if you weren't sharing your story, no other young women could aspire to what you are doing. They wouldn't see you. They think, you know, well, there, there's Zuckerberg, there's big Facebook, you know, there's big tech it's platforms. Interesting, yeah. But if, if more women don't start saying yes to sharing their story, the younger women don't have the role models. And that's why I would encourage uh, aspiring executives Start seeking where you want to speak, where you want to serve, and where you want to lead. And I think you'd say analytics and data and like the hives start to pop up, right? Because <laughs> it's math and it's numbers. I just don't have that brain. Yeah. So there's not a chance I'm ever going to say, you know, I'm stupid, whatever. No, no, I get it. But, but now you're looking at traditional television and mm -hmm. radio now going from an eternity of being rated this way. If you say, oh, the Super Bowl does uh, this rating and that, right. that translates to this many people or households. Now you're looking at that 100% measurement changing to impressions. And so it's not just right. this digital, right? We're everything. And so now when you look at digital really dictating the fact when yeah, you think about yeah. this, that a fundamental industry like television and radio is changed permanently. How about that ride? Right. And it's bumpy because now not only does your building have to understand it and people that are in it, you know, 20, 30 and 40 years, right. the new generations coming up, right. Going traditional. What, what? And, and so think about that disruption again, not negative, 
but the ability to just say, well, look, you don't get to get in a job and go, yeah, I do this, but I don't do any of that. Like my CFO had a dime for every time I said, hey, numbers wise, you know, can you just figure this out for me? And he yeah. laughs because that's what he does. He does it in two seconds right. and it would take, right? That's his job though. That's his swim lane, you know, and I'm in the lane beside him doing other things. So I think <laughs> there is this working grasp of things. And I do think you have to be willing at some points to let your hand off the wheel, not to text and drive, right. but you have to just trust that, you know, they're going to come right back on, but there's a, a lack of comfortability with what you don't know is coming. You don't have to be open right. to that. And the same with, you know, executive planning and executive road mapping, right? It's a plan, right? If, if I could, again, have anticipated the disruption in my one, three, and five-year plan, like, I'm like, oh, I got a one-year and a year. Ah. And now, you know, when we sit down for our um, leadership retreat, you know, in November in, in planning 2022 for our own company, it's like, you know, strength, weakness, opportunity, right. threat. Here's what I see. What do you see? Right. So we always did employee reviews. They did their own, I did mine, and then we came together. It wasn't just a dictate because your lens is never right. the same. The perception is never the same. So it's just, I think, I'm fascinated by this. But what you're really saying is here's, here's this care and concern for your career, and if you want something to happen, you have to plan for it. Plan for For the it. most part. Uh, plan for the people you want to move forward with couple of, <clears throat> here's our business vitamin, quick, quick examples. I think it was 2008 or nine, uh, maybe 2010. I was going to an event with my co-author, Amy Howe, <clears throat> and it was at NASDAQ. So I said, Oh, we, she flew in from Memphis to Harrisburg. We took the train to New York city. Fun. And, uh, it was a communications event. It was fabulous. The end of the day, we closed NASDAQ and rang the bell. So you're in, it was a photo. I really wanted to be in it sits on my desk. It was, then you're on that seven story jumbotron, whatever they call that, where NASDAQ runs the, <clears throat> you know, outside of what a life office. moment. No, it was phenomenal. You know, of course we tweeted the heck out of that, uh, experience. That was a bucket list for me. That was a, it seared in my memory, uh, helped my personal brand, helped executive positioning, then in, I think this was also 2009, Scott Monty at the time was Ford Motor Company's first uh, social media digital communicator. The first in really for a Fortune 10 brand. Just burst onto the scene was phenomenal. The more I followed him on Twitter, and I might have told this story early in our podcast I thought that's someone we need to bring here to Harrisburg. At the time, I was on the on the board of the International Association of Business Communicators. I said we we need to do an event. There was no such event. I said we need to create an event, and hence then we will get some sponsors. L.B. Smith Ford was a sponsor, of course. That was a that was a uh, <clears throat> no brainer. Then we will get some panelists, but we need to bring Scott Monty here. He was leading in social media communications. I wanted to tap his brain. I wanted to have dinner with him. All kinds of things that said it will help our organization. It will help all of those that are planning this. It will elevate your position. Knowing someone like that, having access to what he was doing, the trends he was seeing, was a business win. So we did bring him. And uh, we had a great, we created the conference. There was no uh, plan for it, but I knew in our own personal, you know, business plan, this, this is a win. We need to make it happen. So again, a business vitamin, 
plan for your events, create them if there is none. And put, you know, make sure your CEO is one of the speakers. Put the panelists together. Uh, find the sponsors. That was never a barrier to me. Money is never a barrier. You can find people. Find what your end goal is. Um, do you want to be the expert, the subject matter expert on digital Well, that's strategy. Yeah. Here's the goal. Yeah. Here are the resources to get there. And Whether they're the abundant people. or a lack thereof, but you have to do it through yeah. people. Here's the people yeah. that we're going to position. 100% either as keynotes or in leadership or, you know, as the lead sponsor, then go get the companies that will come and support you who have a mutual goal. They have, they have a mutual benefit for supporting your content or, or your individual. Maybe they have want to have dinner with the keynote, connect all those dots. And in so doing, you just raise, now you're much, uh, much stronger circle of influence. Uh, you've elevated your respect in the, in, in your business circles, and it's a win. It's a media win too. Yeah. And the day starts when you wake up. Yeah. That's the first thing. And if you do that by the grace of, of the good Lord, the rest is up to you and everything starts with the first step, Yeah. but you have to start, you have to put motion to things, right? You have to put, in my opinion, momentum and you right. can feel momentum building. I don't care what it is, what it's for. I think that's part of the way too, as an executive, you go, you know what? I can't get this going. I can't get momentum. Um, and so I think to, to wrap this, that, that thought, right. Of there has to be a plan and there has to be a way to pivot and there has to be a way to just go, here's where we are. Here's where we have to go. Yeah. How do we get there? And, and these are what, career choices, right. you know, within, within your career for every age. And when we say be strategic and have a plan that might throw some younger people off, like, Oh, I don't, I don't know how to do that. These are baby steps. So simply make a list. Of, they are babies you know, starting out, <laughs> right? Who we're talking to, right? So yeah. so get, find people like us, right? Yeah. Who want to help you to do that. And if you're if you're a, a female, please say yes to media invites and leadership opportunities, not only for your own career brand uh, and your executive positioning, but so those generations behind you can can find the way. And for many things I pray for this, I plead, please share us. Yes. Please download us. <laughs> please find a way on social media with the enormity of the, of the, of the outlets we work really hard at. Well, the Dieter Galher group works yeah, really hard you do to too. essentially help us help you. Right. What does that look like? And that's And fine. we'd love feedback. Any, any, uh, new guest ideas. If anyone is seeking executive positioning and a podcast is on your list, you know, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear the value that you could share with our listeners. And so we'll throw that opportunity out there too. That's a wrap. <laughs> Have a high gear day, Annie Carnathan, until we're back in the studio again. You do the same. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and have a high gear day.
Okay, guys, we gotta put our trays up for takeoff. Where's Dad? Oh, he's in the back. We could only get three seats together. Daddy has my pillow. Okay, well, we'll get it later. Can you not put your feet up, please? Why aren't we going? I'm not sure, honey. We must be in line for takeoff. Like security? Well, that was a different line. I have to go. We just sat down. But I have to go. The seatbelt sign's on. Why aren't we moving? Hey, no kicking. We're just 15th in line for takeoff. Son of a... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing.